The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement How long before a wedding should I send out and save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to plans. check find email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the best. Welcome to SEO Battles Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we're going to publish an episode every day discussing how you should compare and prioritize SEO against other channels in your company's marketing mix. Joining us for SEO Battles Week is Lillian Haza, who is the Director of European Marketing at Searchmetrics, which is an SEO and content marketing platform that helps enterprise-scale businesses monitor their online presence and make data-driven decisions. So far this week, Lily and I have talked about the comparison between SEO and paid social as a marketing channel. And today we're going to talk about the difference between SEO and brand marketing. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the second installment of SEO Battles Week with Lillian Haza, Director of European Marketing at Searchmetrics. Lillian, welcome back to SEO Battles Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks, Ben. Good to be back again. Great to have you here. Yesterday, we talked about the death match fight to the finish between <laughs> SEO and paid social. But we're still alive, so it's we made it. Both are still alive and well. There are no death <laughs> matches here. It's just catchy. It's actually kind of brand marketing. We're using content. I segue. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how do you grab someone's attention by creating an interesting and unique title? We should do a content marketing versus SEO battle maybe later. I think they're probably Ooh. too similar. But today, I want to talk to you about brand marketing. Right, I think often people think of brand marketing as the things you can't count or track. Let's just start off. Give me your definition of brand marketing. Hmm. Really, it's all about feeling and trust. So anything you do with brand marketing, you're trying to get something 
out of an audience, out of your customers that is intangible, which are very human feelings that are not measurable. So if we take an example, like why would you buy an Apple phone versus HTC? There's a whole brand story there that leads more people to Apple and HTC. So it's about creating a feeling. It's about creating the intangible ideas that people form in their mind about a brand and then getting it to a point where you can influence people's decision-making when they are at that point, they're ready to buy. So this is a lot of very soft, very unmeasurable things that go on. And a lot of the spending does go on creative, goes on stories, goes on exposure on all channels. And yes, a lot of it isn't measured in terms of how we do it in regular digital marketing activities for lead channel sales. Yeah. So when you think about brand marketing, I kind of break it into two parts. There's the brand development. What's the story we're telling? How do we want people to feel? How do we want to represent ourselves? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you get dressed in the morning. What shirt do I want to put on? How does it make me feel about who I am and how I'm representing myself to the world? Mm-hmm. And how do other people perceive that? I think that there's also a separate part of brand marketing, which is how do you drive awareness? How do you drive affinity? And there are channels that are a little hard to track from a direct response perspective because they are not pixelable. They are not you know, direct response driven. They're just meant to help you understand what the brand is, what it's about. And when you're in market, now you have some understanding of who you would consider, right? The billboards of the world, maybe even radio ads. I think a lot of people think television is a brand marketing channel. When you think about the distribution channels for media that, you know, just purely meant to get the brand out there, how do you think about evaluating those and how is that different than SEO? So I think even though it's difficult to measure, it's proven that it does have an impact on buying decisions. So if we do talk about a billboard or radio or TV commercials or a magazine ad, no tracking unless you insert coupons, you are still having exposure or giving exposure to your brand and your story that has flow-on effects within that buying cycle with the people who eventually do go to search or you go to your store if you're in retail. Yeah, I think often people think of the brand advertising, your billboards, your radio your TV, even print often as something that's untrackable, but just inherently has a brand value. You get the impressions, you build the awareness, you build the consideration. You just can't tie it back to an ad because there's no click. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's not an untrackable channel. That is a channel that you have to track over a long period of time. Yeah, I agree completely. Yeah, That's what it's all about. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. 
Prefizzable's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Yeah, you know, I think if you put a billboard up in a prominent place, you can evaluate how traffic from that region has been impacted, but it doesn't happen in a day, right? People are looking at that billboard for six months and then they decide, okay, I'm ready to buy something from search metrics. Mm -hmm. Now, on the flip side, SEO is a channel that you can evaluate in real time, but it also takes a long time to cultivate the channel. When you think about evaluating the two channels, what's similar and what's different about brand versus SEO? Can I just add something though? Before we jump into that question, it was just regarding how you justify spending money on the brand. I just read an interview with one of the analytics execs at Adidas where they had uncovered that their branding had actually had a bigger impact on sales than they originally anticipated. So this article is talking a lot about how much money you spend on any kind of performance marketing online. And they've been focused too much on the short-term wins for their investors. And actually, when I read the story, I thought, wow, I've heard this story so many times with different companies I've worked at. And we do look short-term. People expect results right now. And you forget about the brand story. You forget about that long-term impact that branding is actually having when you're too focused on the short-term results. So I would encourage people to look it up. There's an article. I can just find the name for us here. And yeah, have a look. And it helps if you're in the digital marketing space or even analytics space. It really talks about multi-touch attribution and the power of brand on the shopping and buyer journey in B2C. It's called Adidas. We over-invested in digital advertising. So definitely recommend it. And I just wanted to share that because it's very much related to what we're talking about today. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that we are in a world right now where everyone is so focused on counting every click mm-hmm. and evaluating things in real time. And often, you know, you can't just make micro optimizations minute by minute to try to get past a certain threshold at some point. This is kind of classic growth stage businesses. You start with your performance marketing ads. You can validate that there is a product market fit. You can start to get your customers, start to get data. But at some point, when you hit a certain level of growth, you just can't spend any more efficiently. You need to start building the awareness for your brand. And that gets into a brand marketing. And part of that is SEO. And so... Talk to me a little bit about the complement and how SEO can serve as a branding channel. Sure. I actually had quite a lot of experiences on reputation management in my career with organic search. So early in my career, I worked for a company that did take on some dubious businesses, very small business owners who had gotten themselves into some trouble with the law or some trouble with customers. And people had been writing about it online. And when people Googled their brand name or Googled the owner's name, there was a lot of negativity showing up. So SEO can play a role in branding in these kinds of circumstances where you really want to control what people see 
inorganic search results when they're looking for your brand. So I would guess that a minimum of 25% of the audience listening right now knows about this. If you have anything to do with SEO, a higher percentage of people in SEO know about this. But I think if you're a brand marketer or thinking about branding and its relevance to SEO, reputation management is the topic you're talking to your SEOs about for sure. Yeah. And I think that SEO can definitely serve as a brand channel and more now ever than before... A, you can create content to introduce your brand to someone who is searching for a general topic. Somebody is looking for shoes. If you have Mm -hmm. shoe content that shows up at the top of their search, they're going to be introduced to your brand. Mm -hmm. Might not be something that is a direct conversion-related topic, but you can create content to serve as a branding channel. For sure. And two, there is the notion of you know the zero-click, the voice search, the... Google answer box types responses, which is now being seen as brand SEO. When you think about evaluating how SEO can impact your brand, how do you sort of count the uncountable? How do you tell whether the zero inbox searches are driving results or whether the content you have that someone clicked on that you know included your brand in a list? How do you evaluate whether that stuff works or not? Yeah, I really like that you brought this up actually, because this position zero topic in the early days when this was first happening, I remember a lot of my clients were annoyed about it. Like, ah, what is Google doing? No one's going to click through. And it was really an interesting time and transition. Then you have companies, I don't know if you remember, but this website about.com, it was everywhere for every question you asked. And this is a huge branding exercise. So if you or your website, your company, you are showing up for answers for multiple questions on a similar topic, this is huge for your brand. This is absolutely huge. And if you're showing in an answer box as well and they're not clicking through, this is more subtle definitely from an impact perspective because if they're not clicking through, there's a very good chance they didn't see the name of your company while they got the answer they wanted. But where it's exciting is what you mentioned, the questions, the questions that show up and people click through it to get the answers they're looking for. You really want to be there for your niche. Yeah, my takeaway is that there's a lot of overlap between brand marketing and SEO. And as we compared SEO as a performance marketing channel in our last episode talking about paid social, it does have performance marketing capabilities. It also has brand enhancing capabilities. And so when you're thinking about mm-hmm. comparing your SEO strategy to your brand with SEO, you can create a marketing channel that has a long-lasting brand impact that you don't continually have to pay for. You're not buying the media all of the time. And you can start to establish your brand and introduce yourself to prospective customers who previously haven't been introduced to your brand. I do think that similar to brand marketing, SEO takes a long time to cultivate potentially. Mm -hmm. And so the channels are somewhat similar in that capacity and they're somewhat similar in at times they can be difficult to track, but over time, you could really understand how each channel is impacting your business at a macro scale. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Lillian Haza, Director of European Marketing at Searchmetrics. Join us again tomorrow when we talk about our next SEO battle, SEO versus SEM. If you can't wait until then, and you're interested in contacting Lillian, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. 
You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is lilonline, L-I-L-L-O-N-L-I-N-E. Or you could visit her company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.